0: I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open now to Psalm 104, we want to share just a few thoughts from this psalm with you today and trust this will be a blessing in a very practical way and encourage you to meditate on the Lord and the things of God. First, a word of prayer, and then we'll look together to Psalm 104, verse 1. Father, we come now in Jesus' name and thank you for this day. Thank you for the word of the Lord. And thank you for the strength of our God. This Bible is pure and perfect and powerful, sharper than any two edged sword. Alive and well it is. And thank you how it is a blessing to our hearts and our homes. Lord, strengthen the hearts of the saints today, strengthen our homes within our churches, and then strengthen our churches within our land, and may we make a dent in the darkness, and advance the cause of Christ, in these last days, for the glory of God, for Jesus' sake, and in his name I pray, amen and amen. Psalm 104, verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God, thou art very great, thou art clothed with honor and majesty who coverest thyself with light as with a garment, who stretchest out the heavens like a curtain, who layeth the beams of his chamber in the waters, who maketh the clouds his chariot, who walketh upon the wings of the wind, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers of flaming fire, who laid the foundations of the earth, that it should not be removed for ever. Thou coverest it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At thy rebuke they fled. At the voice of thy thunder they hasted away. They go up by the mountains. They go down by the valleys into the place which thou hast founded for them. Thou hast set a bound that they may not pass over, that they turn not again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the valleys which run among the hills, They give drink to every beast of the field, the wild asses quench their thirst. By them shall the fowls of the heaven have their habitation, which sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from his chambers, the earth is satisfied with the fruit of thy works. He causeth the grass to grow for the cattle, and herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth, and wine that maketh glad the heart of man and oil to make his face to shine, and bread which strengtheneth man's heart. The trees of the Lord are full of sap, the cedars of Lebanon, which he hath planted, where the birds make their nest. As for the stork, the fir trees are her house. The high hills are a refuge for the wild goats, and the rocks for the conies. He appointed the moon for seasons, the sun knoweth is going down, Thou makest darkness, and it is night, wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. The young lions roar after their prey, and seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth, they gather themselves together, and lay them down in their dens. Man goeth forth unto his work, and to his labor until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are thy works! In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. The glory of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. He looketh on the earth, and it trembleth. He toucheth the hills, and they smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Let me pause here on verse 33. What? a resolve. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. What a resolve. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. Let the sinners be consumed out of the earth, and let the wicked be no more. Bless thou the Lord. O my soul, praise ye the Lord. This psalm closes with a note of praise. You recall from verse number 1 how that it opened with that deliberate and devotional instruction to one's soul to bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God, thou art very great. And as we considered the work of his hands, as we considered the wisdom of his work, as we considered the way of God in creation and over creation, truly we must all proclaim, O Lord my God, how great thou art. So we should say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and our hearts should be rejoicing. Now, back to the thought of meditation. Verse 34 My meditation of Him. One of the lost practices of Christians is that of meditation upon the Lord. That time and that practice where a man A woman, a believer sets themselves apart and sets apart time and a place to simply sit before the Lord with an open Bible and a listening heart where their thoughts are of God Himself alone. To meditate is to think upon the Lord over and over, roll those thoughts through our minds and across our hearts, dwell upon them and let them dwell within us. And we should say personally, my meditation of him. There should be times of serious contemplation of God right out of the scriptures themselves. I'm not speaking of some sort of contemplative. Meditation that you would learn in Eastern Oriental religions, mystical and occultic in their roots and in their fruits. No, I'm talking about a biblical practice where you seriously and scripturally contemplate and you consider the truths of God as taught in the Word of God and you roll them over, you turn them over, you revolve them, if you will in your mind and you walk through that revolving door and you grab hold that god is holy and the door swings and you roll back through and you learn the truth that god is holy 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 and you come back through that door and you learn that this holy god has proclaimed wherefore be ye holy as i am holy and the thoughts of god and his holiness begin to take a hold of your heart And begin to sink deep down into your life, and your life is changed, and you spend time in the presence of God alone, and your meditation of Him shall be sweet. Not only is it personal, my meditation, but it should be pleasant. To spend that time alone with God is to be in the presence of one so great and of one so good and of one so gracious as the Lord our God. And time alone with God is never time wasted. It's never time misused or misplaced. You will always benefit from meditating upon the Lord. And so that which is personal, my meditation of Him, shall be sweet. It's pleasant, but the personal and pleasant meditation will be a productive feature in our lives. My meditation of Him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. We've traveled across 44 states in the last 22 months, and what we have seen among the churches is some are joyful, some Christians are vibrant. On fire, living that victorious, spirit filled life. But by far, these are the few, and many more are not joyful. They are not cheerful. They are not spirit filled, victorious in their living. They are rather filled with sadness. They are filled with woe. Their countenance does not bear a smile. It's burdened with a frown. And you see the absence of godly gladness in the heart. What could be the reason? I believe there would be many reasons, but for sure one of the reasons is that many Christians do not take the time to meditate of the Lord, to meditate on Him, His name, His nature, His works, His wonder, His worth his goodness and greatness. These things should take a priority in our lives, and our meditation of him would be sweet, and then we would be glad in the Lord. And meditation of God by the believer will produce a glad spirit, a good spirit, and a godly spirit. The Lord himself, becomes a source of gladness. Yea, he is a well, he is a spring, he is a fountain. And when my thoughts are turned toward the Lord, of him I can say, O Lord, my God, how great thou art, and truly my cup runneth over when my cup is filled with thoughts of him. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly, it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmark. Cooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.